Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. Hi, Sophie. Hey. She's finally here. Yay, finally. And we're here. Hopefully no tech issues. I <laughs> know. And we're here with special guest, Aaron. Yay. Hello. Hi, Hi Aaron. Aaron. Hi. Ooh, the sisters are rude. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, hi, Aaron. What's up? Friend, yes. family, etc. Yeah, so happy you're here. Thank you for having so me. So glad you're here. Thanks. Oh. Nice to have a handsome face at the table with us. Always. Um, But we're going to start. We were talking before we turned on the mics. Yeah. About the medicine, the animal medicine card of the week. Yes. Talk about it. It's wombat. First of all, I I don't think I ever heard of a wombat. What? (laughs) I don't I don't think I ever heard of it because there's no Muppet. Like if, if there's no <laughs> there's muppet possible, of it, like we, then don't you remember. don't know what I it is. I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar. <laughs> and I was like a wombat, and it took me a minute. And then when we were talking about koala, I forgot that we talked about it. And then I also that they all that have I, syphilis. That's not always the first. And they're burning to death. It's not the first of the <laughs> outline. Okay, I'm going skipping. I'm skipping down. So that the wombat is very, very. They're very sweet animals, apparently. Uh, during the fire, they made holes. They buried hole. Is it? They <laughs> they burrowed into the Thank ground. You. See kindness, kindness in the room. They <laughs> He's still laughing at you. <laughs> buried into the ground, right? <laughs> yes. Into the ground, and then they protected all the other animals. They had them go into the holes. So uh, when it was burning, the wombats welcomed them into the holes, and that is just the sweetest thing ever. So they're really kind animals, and so the wombat is about it's home is where the heart is it's it's really about that you have to be comfortable in your skin before you can even call anything a home it's like the first base of living is being comfortable in your skin being comfortable with your identity being truthful about who you are Mm. and we all struggle with that Mm -hmm. and i can you know i think i was having a conversation with henry about this is just like you know i think i moved 20 times like after when I was 18, how many times back and forth home and trying to move. And I never had a problem with it. And um, I think it's because I think I had a strong identity of who I was. And then after the trauma happened, I lost my identity. And no matter where I was, I wasn't comfortable. Mm. I couldn't settle even my own apartments. It just wasn't right. I don't think I've felt safe at home for the last like maybe five years, four or five years. Mm. And so the wombat really, I identified with that. And I said, you know what? I can hang my hat anywhere. This is who I am. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. Let's just get comfortable with who we are. So that's the wombat. Yeah. Yeah. I love that message. Yeah. Rock on. It yeah. is a good message. It when you were talking just now, it reminded me of um, a couple of months ago. A friend of mine was running an errand and uh, said, "Oh, we have to go to this woman's house that I know. She's at a short job for her, and uh, really beautiful town, beautiful home, restored farmhouse. The woman has a business in New York City. She spends time up here, etc." And when we pulled up, I was like, whoa, this is really impressive and cool. Like, it definitely seemed, the house seemed to have personality. 
But I quickly discovered that uh, it was the the personality of the designer because the woman whose house it was spent an entire hour showing us all her things and all of her decor and the history of like oh these are these are these kind of doors that came from blah 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 right and mm. like i couldn't get out of that house faster because this woman was so vacuous <laughs> right i couldn't i was so not impressed and all she wanted to do was impress us and for people who are shallow or like who who need to be in that kind of aesthetic which by that i mean the most current decorating like in five years it's going to look dated and she'll have to get another designer and take on that personality it's very odd mm. and i i felt like not dirty but i was just like ugh, when we were driving home and my friend was like so yeah she's i could tell you didn't like her that much i was like it's not that i didn't like her i couldn't really get to know her because right, she all wasn't. she wanted to do was stand in her very fancy hundred thousand dollar Renault kitchen, which is great, good for her. I wouldn't want that. I would love it. I would love that. I would love that. But like, there was no, no, no heart, no personality, nothing. Right, it was all show. It was all show. Mm. So weird. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's like you find, you know, there's a humility to understanding who you are yeah. that you can live anywhere. Like I love the millionaires who walk around with their flannel shirts and, you know, their beat up Jeep and that they can have fancy things too. It's really knowing who you are and being comfortable in that. And you can tell when you walk into a home how comfortable they are in their own skin or not. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. when you, you know, when you walk into a house. And that's actually like was a priority of mine. Yeah. Is to you make feel my home feel cozy and comfortable. Yeah. Like, do you feel cozy in my house? Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. I know yeah. I put you on the spot. You're on my podcast. But I feel like no, you would I tell me that. <laughs> I feel like you would tell me the truth. Right. But no, that's a priority is I want people to feel comfortable and feel like they kind of know us based on. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's what important. we have. It's not because it's trendy right now or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like those, Definitely not those weird McMansions, the, you know, I, you know the I live, laugh, say, love houses. Wait, like I don't judge that. I really love McMansions. <laughs> I love it. I love the square. I love the cleanliness of it. I like the aesthetic of it. I do. I'm sorry. Wait, you're judging me. They don't. The, the, did think, you know what a McMansion is? Yeah, it's the, yeah. It's a modular thing. No, it isn't. I do. <laughs> it's not just a modular. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's a big modular. It's like the big. The yeah. big houses that looks like it's out of they all look the same. They all look yeah. the same. But inside they have tall ceilings and they're clean. Yeah. I like clean like that kind of feeling, that open feeling. I like it. Sure. I don't like an older house. Like you have you have an historic house for I do. some I have a creepy house. Of somebody who died. I don't know. There's just something that's an old house. It's somebody's history and I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I just know that. Ooh, I do not like old houses. I do not like antique places. I'm like, no. I just walk around going, no. Yeah. Get away from me. No. <laughs> I don't want that. No. Ooh, somebody else's energy like that. Ooh. Yeah. No, I can't deal just with it. wait till I die and you have to deal with all my stuff. Yeah, it's called fire. All my... <laughs> it's called <laughs> a big fire. I'm going to have a bonfire. <laughs> throw sage in it. <laughs> I'm going to invite all your friends. We're going to have her service and everybody's going to just throw sage and stuff on the house. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very right. easy. Although Fancy. I don't think I should have recorded that because yeah, <laughs> uh, insurance companies. <laughs> if you're Just listening, Aaron works for an insurance company <laughs> yeah. for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> We're just kidding. Uh, yeah, I can't deal with it. You have so much stuff. 
I can't. Huh. I can look my heart. I feel like my blood pressure's just going up thinking about it. Mm. That's why Sophie can have it. Sophie can have it all. Yes. Say, look, Sophie can have it all. Yeah, better Sophie. than a will. It's the better recorded. Than, that's it. Better than a will. <laughs> that is, Sophie can have it all. Yeah. Whatever she wants. For sure. Whatever she so, wants. uh, yeah, home. So, uh, speaking of home, you saw Donovan. That baby. We're lucky enough that uh, you're lucky enough. I have yet to go. I have you're been not busy every aunt. Wednesday. Yeah, hey, stop it. My friend died. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> I am sorry. I am sorry for. I'm sorry for your loss. Actually, we were talking about it last night. Yeah. He didn't really like Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> he yeah. didn't like. Actually, Aaron. yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> because because Aaron took uh, Casey away from him. Aaron's Bastard. husband. Yeah. 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 No. He did it. Yeah. Casey and Joe were inseparable for a long time. Yeah. And then Aaron came along and distracted Casey. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's bigger well, handsomeness. Magic. That's right. <laughs> 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 that's what happened yeah it's, it's hung crazy over here absolutely <laughs> seeing it out yeah oh my gosh yeah so, so anyway sorry. so i saw donovan so we we're doing so well he's just an update because i know you guys are so awesome and reach out um he joined a bowling league and so i get to see him on wednesday nights and i go and i check it out and he is so happy the on fact that. that he lets you us come to watch him bowl it's it's is a miracle it's a miracle because let's you know harken back 14 years when he was three and you were so excited to go see him at mother's tea i had the, the, my first experience at mother's tea you know those little cute like three-year-old um where they preschool. would school yeah preschool and then they would have tea and then make cookies and then make the cards it's really a great cute little thing okay. that schools do you just trust me on that sure it's yeah. a cool thing i believe you <laughs> <laughs> and um all the mothers are there and I'm sitting up front. It's my first experience with it. And I'm so, so cute, so excited. And everybody got hearts and all the kids come out and then they read a little thing or they say a word or whatever that has to do with love mom. And Donovan is like the third one in and he looks at me and he screams, get out. Fuck you. I hate you. And I'm like, oh, oh. I was like, uh. what? And he was just like yelling at and just he said that. And all the moms were like, <gasps> and I was like, oh, I don't think I should be here. And I was like, OK, Don. And I just left and I was devastated. Mm. It was my first experience. I know that's not like an upbeat story. We go back and I laugh at it now because it is kind of funny. Like I tell Donovan, well, you're not telling me to fuck off. I think we're doing pretty good. He's like, we're doing great. Life is good. And so it was just such a sad story. But after that. So even doing an audience thing, he wouldn't want me to go. Yeah, I couldn't he clap was... for him. Oh. Yeah. So wow. I didn't go to a lot of his events. I'd have to sneak in and, and do that. So now that he's getting older, um, I think he appreciates it more. And he'll tell me about the events now. So he'll say, we had a talent show. And he'll see sings a lot of Luke Combs songs. You know, <laughs> I have no idea what country is, but I'll listen to the song. And he'll sing it in the car. And it's very cute. But he won't let me go, mm. really, to the events. So for me to watch him and do this bowling is is a wonderful. And I think from the experience that happened, I think he, we really started to appreciate the relationship and we're starting to bond again. And so I'm really excited. Um, I took Sophie with me on this Wednesday and apparently she got a couple of marriage proposals from the other <laughs> Olympians there. <laughs> and one of them said... Is that Donovan's sister? I can't believe my eyes. 
<laughs> he, he did like that eyebrow. Like, yeah. Totally was in love with Sophie. So Sophie got a date. And that was really adorable. And then, and then this one gentleman came up and he was, he's very cute. And he has like the most beautiful energy. And he looks at me. He's like, listen. He said, listen, Donovan's mom. That's what my name is, Donovan's mom. He's like... I have a fat cat and I got to put him on a diet. Donovan's going to flip out. (laughs) Don't tell Donovan. He's really going to flip out. And I was like, I will not tell him. And everybody just starts laughing because they know how much he loves fat cats. So it's just been like a really great camaraderie and we're just getting back. And I stopped helicoptering. So Hmm. that rolls. It's good. Nipped in the. My helicopter is going pull down. It's gonna crash. Okay. Well, um, too, too soon. Too soon. By the way, too but soon, cat. Too soon th- for the helicopter. What, you know what happened? <laughs> what happened? Did I say something wrong? <laughs> oh my god! We have to edit that out. <laughs> no, it's in I there. did. I did not mean that. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, I'm we just watch that happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's all right. You know what? Sometimes controversial. <laughs> I believe her. Hashtag, I believe her. Yeah. Who? Do you believe her too? I do. I do believe her oh, too. What are you talking too? about? I don't know what you guys are talking All about. All the controversy All around All the controversy it. around yeah. Kobe. Like, I, I don't believe... know any of this. All right. Well, I'm... I'll tell you after the okay. podcast. I'm not, <laughs> I'm I'm not take taking up our podcast <laughs> uh, time on that. Not for Kobe. Not for that. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Although one oh time, God, do you remember, in. oh gosh, in the early 2000s or the... Or the 90s. I can't even remember when that golfer died in the plane crash. I don't know. I okay. have to say I don't so know there was a yeah. real. It was a really famous golfer, and I can't remember if, if Sophie wants to Google it. She'll probably find it right away. But this really famous golfer died in a plane crash, and it happened like a week before Halloween. And I used to participate in town with this family that went all out for Halloween. And by I mean all out, I mean all out. One year, and there was a theme every year, and one year was um, uh, uh, Egyptian, I was the goddess, and we made a pyramid out of their garage, and I actually used deer entrails. She did. It was disgusting. For the effect. Actual. You're so disgusting. There was an actual, I didn't, it was a gift from one of the farmer boys who was like, here, this is for authenticity. When we had, I'm good. When we had the medieval castle (laughs) with the uh, torture chamber where we had the prisoners. We actually peed in bowls, so it had that urine smell. Oh my god! With socks, yeah, yeah it was excellent. That's Burned great. hair and stuff, really great. Gross. It was many years I did this. It's really, it was uh, lots of piss. So amazing. Lots of piss. I have so Full many stories. I have so Full many stories. <laughs> but this particular story. Oh wait, I know what it was. It was Y two K was the theme. Oh right, because everybody was afraid. So we actually no had a plane <laughs> crash site in front of the house that was in that was planned for the longest time and we actually we borrowed a ups truck that was that we kind of looked like it crashed into the telephone pole it was like all out all out like crazy and the um, whole town would come it was like a movie and we had uh you know i personally don't it was like i was oh i was always in it but um there was a loop that we created with a baby crying with the plane crash. That is terrible. Oh I know, God. right? And then at the last minute. <laughs> so, yeah. so dark. At the last minute, somebody 
like right before you know places was at six and we had like 30 or 40 quote-unquote players which are just people from the neighborhood or people like friends of friends and um it wasn't run by a company it was really just run by this wonderfully twisted farm family and so pretty much anything goes anything went and at the last minute somebody uh, strewn golf clubs all over the oh talk about too soon yeah we had i don't now i feel like okay i really did not know what i was saying yeah no it wasn't intentional (laughs) it wasn't intentional no we definitely went there that's the difference between it's intentional we went there we're we're always all about intentions it's all about intentions Mm -hmm. isn't it isn't it (laughs) yeah kathy used to come to those halloween things and i i would always say look for my sister and then she was definitely manhandled like they just threw me around, pushed. pushed down. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Tell Donna, back off. <laughs> yeah. Whenever fun. we would tell people this is not for kids. And they'd be like, that's okay. I'll hold my kid. We're like, it's not for kids. She, they were warned. And as soon as we heard a mother say, like, it's okay. It's make-believe. We would go after that mom and do they everything we can to make them cry <laughs> yes. and terrorize the kid. Because we told it's you not fair. to bring your fucking kid. Yeah. Why don't you listen to directions? Because kids and dogs don't belong everywhere. No. Sorry. No. They just don't. That's the truth. It is it the truth. It is the truth, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Don't come into the grocery store. Don't get me started there's on the grocery some, store. Yeah, there's some free advice for a dollar for you right there. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyways, any who's any who's so this week has been crazy. I just want to say I know okay, we're doing stuff. Keep going. OK, this week has been really crazy. I don't know what's going on. I do know what's going on. I say I don't know what's going on, but I do know what's going on. But it seems to be a theme with my client, the clients that are coming in that are bringing their dark shadow selves in when they come into the room. And it's just been absolutely crazy. Like, I feel like I'm like. I feel like, I don't know, I'm in an apocalypse or I'm like fighting zombies. Like, I feel like I'm just constantly fighting off. And I had this client that came in this week, poor girl, so sweet, comes in and I could just feel the energy. It was really, really heavy. And I'm just like, it was so intense. It wouldn't let me light the energy that was around, wouldn't let me light the sage, wouldn't let me cut hair, wouldn't let me do what I have to do to help her. And finally, I was like, you son of a bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to be all swami and I'm like, God, fuck, what's going on? <laughs> and this lady's like on the table going, are you legit? Like, like, yeah. who are you? I'm like, oh, I'm taking care of this. And I'm walking around. I'm like, son of a bitch. I'll be right back. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I just got to do something. <laughs> That's how it was. And she couldn't stop laughing because I was just like, I was just like, <laughs> it was just out of control. Boy, did we kick ass. We could, We kicked ass and took names. And I just wanted to say... Well, no, she's listening. You're amazing. We did it. And she just fought through it. And I was just like, oh, my God. That's how I was like. I was like throwing the lighter down. <laughs> I, just, like, I think if I could have just swiped my table, like just clear it's it like off. A, <laughs> like, like a desk. Like a desk and be like, fuck. Like just get on the table. Oh, my God. So theatrical. Oh, yeah. Now, well, your grandson takes after you. <laughs> he does. He does. He's so cute. Tell the story. Which one? How he holds a grudge. Oh, my God. This kid is like, oh, my God. So I had to take him to... Can I share the story? Okay, we talk about Nico all the time. So I know. We cute. pretend we ask Sophie permission <laughs> about Nico stuff. And I'm like, let me tell you something. <laughs> so it just so happens when I have Nico that we have to take him to the... I take him to the doctor. Sophie's working. And I love going to the doctor because I like to ask all the questions. 
that. I don't know what this new parenting thing of not eating meat thing is and and oh, I, not circumcised penis. I don't know what's happening, but I have to have all... not the first one. No. <laughs> and, and, and then, like, all the information I need to know that he is perfectly sound. Mm-hmm. I'm crazy grandma. And the doctor loves me because she knows he's doing great. He knows me right <laughs> he's doing so great. Look at him. He's so perfect. 50%. I was like, how's this, but everything. Okay. Everything working. All right. Check his feet. Check this, check that. She's, she's just so great. So this nurse comes in. I don't know this nurse. She was freaking aggressive. She had to, to prick his finger for the lead, for lead testing. Mm Mm-hmm grabs his little finger like he like first of all like he was a freaking giant like first of all you don't have to manhandle the kid and he's just like ah! Ah! <laughs> trying to hold his finger and he's like grabbing my ear for security giving the finger and she's like and she's like wrapping his little baby arm and i'm like take it easy man take it easy <laughs> he's like <laughs> and pricks the finger blood's coming she has to get blood from it she's holding his finger so tight and i just don't know if this is the right thing and i wanted to punch her i was like you're hurting my baby you know <laughs> and then so she got blood and he would not stop crying for 30 minutes he was about mad. he was so mad at her yeah and then she came into the room and pointed at her and was like no nah! <laughs> like grandma kick her ass <laughs> no and I was like, you better go. You have to go because I don't want him upset. You need to go. So I had to put on freaking row, row, row your boat on my phone fucking 10,000 times. If I hear row, row, row your boat one more time, I'm going to row my boat. I don't know what's going on. And so I was like, oh, my God, this kid, right? Finally get him calm. Another nurse comes in. She's gentle. And he's not sure what's going on. He looks at me and I said, listen, we got to do this. He had to get a booster shot. He had to get a shot. So I was like, all right, listen, you've had a rough moment and I'm with you. And we're going to do this together. <laughs> and he just looks at me. He's like, whoa. He's like, doesn't know what's happening, but grandma's talking to me. So I don't know what's going on. Gives him the shot. He was fine. Huh? He was fine. That woman was freaking aggressive. Yeah. I look at his finger, the baby finger, the cute little, think of the cutest little baby finger. Right. Wrapped. Yeah, a little noodle. A little noodle. Little, noodle. <laughs> little, noodle. little macaroni and cheese noodle. <laughs> the band-aid was so tight. It looked like a like a ring was stuck on it and then you had to do like it was so tight. Yeah. His it looked like a sausage. Uh. So he's giving me the finger going, Ah, gama, gama. Like, he calls me gama. He's like, Gama, gama. And he's looking at the finger. And he's like so mad. And so I couldn't even get the band-aid off. I get the band-aid off and he's calming down. So obviously it hurt. The woman was aggressive. So we got him settled. Row, row, row your boat's on. We're getting him dressed. He's calming down. I'm like, we did this. You're a champ. We're going to go run around. We're going to be great. I walk out of the room. That mean nurse is at the table. And all of a sudden he's calm. We're talking. And he just all of a sudden goes, no. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Points at her. She's like, whoa. And I'm like, I think he holds a grudge. I don't think we'll be seeing you again. Yep. I'm going to request you not be in there. Mm-hmm. You know, and she just starts laughing. And I was just like, oh. And he's just screaming, crying. And as soon as we walked out the door, he was like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Good. Had to make a point. He was fine. Uh-huh. That was an exciting story. I'm tired. You're exhausted. <laughs> you know why? The whole time was exhausting. I was exhausted <laughs> from this kid. He was so upset. He was crying for so long. Poor the baby. baby. He's so cute. Mm. He's adorable. Well, we're going to take a break. Oh, my And gosh. when we come back. I'm glad we talked about spirituality. We're going <laughs> to talk to Aaron about why he's here. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cute story. 
We're back. Okay. Oh my god, I'm exhausted from telling take that story. Take a break. Take a break. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to listen. Aaron, I'm going to listen to your story. <laughs> so, the reason why Aaron is here is because for the past 2 years, every time we talk about witchy things and I always have a disclaimer about the fact that I'm an earth spiritualist, I was initiated Wiccan, but I'm a like I kind of believe in archetypes. I'm a solitary practitioner. I kind of am a kitchen witch. I make stuff up as I go along, as I feel. And that um, there are other people out there who are listening who um, enjoy talking about it. They connect with me about it. When I talk about the rhythm of the earth and the rhythm of the moons and Kathy talks the same, we have all those she talks about her crystals. These are things that speak to people. I always feel that I do a disservice sometimes because for people who have always felt an inclination toward earth spirituality, and I'm one of the primary voices that they're listening to, that there's, um, there's a void that I can't fill, which is that there are a few really you know, uh, predominant uh, goddess traditions that actually do things very specifically and very much by the book. Right. And uh, I feel like you are a fantastic person to talk about this. And mostly because, and I don't even know if you want to talk about this, but the first time we met in the car of Casey's car, I was so sick of these Johnny Come Lately weird neo pagans who are always know, like, that? what kind of people just are that? like, they're just like, oh my God, I love the goddess. And <laughs> Do they talk like that? I love the festivals. And, but they have, she totally hates on people. I can totally hate on people <laughs> and, um, who don't really know what they're talking about. Yes, I can. I see what you know you're what I'm saying. saying? Right, I see right. what you're, because I have to do a lot of um, help with them right. because they people are like, "Oh my God, I got a Ouija board!" Right, and I'm right. like, and "Okay, like, stop it!" <laughs> and then I say, "Oh, can you come my way here? Let's do. Let's fix this." Right. They don't know. They don't. Right. They don't have the information. I, it's not them. It's just they don't know the information. Right. Right. And I. Thank you're welcome, totally Sophie. misjudged, Aaron. See, when we were going down, do you remember this? I don't remember specific. I remember conversations about these yeah. things, but I don't remember. And I was, and I pretended that I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you're that? What is that?" And so he was like, he, he like, it was as if I he Wikipedia was up, and he was like, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you got told, Donna. You got told. He did tell me." Nice. He did nice tell Aaron. me. And then I fell in love with him. By the time we yeah. hit Brooklyn, I was like, I love this guy. Yeah, and right. I actually told Casey, I was like, you have to marry him. <laughs> I love this guy. Oh, is that why it happened? Okay. Because <laughs> I'm the boss. Yes. <laughs> I so. No, I'm happy for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Aww. Casey is the Aww. best. You guys are the best. He is the best. Okay. So, uh, your tradition that you practice is fill in the blank. Gardenarian Wicca. Gardenarian Wicca. And tell us how you, well, were you always inclined? Were you one of those little kids who was attracted to the occult things and stuff? Yeah, no. And I was one of those kids that like watched the craft movie, right. watched <laughs> Practical Magic, <laughs> yeah. lived it, like breathed it. Yeah. It mm -hmm. was, yeah, it was the greatest thing. And um, I grew up in a really small, small town. 
with uh, cows outnumbering people. So it's it's very difficult to kind of relate to people who are coming from city places and and people that have a lot of populations where they live. But yeah, um, uh, yeah. When I was younger, I. Uh, had inclinations i was into like spiritual things ghosts and yeah, yeah. and all those sorts of things but uh somebody at my school had given me um i don't know if you know ray buckland i'm sure you do mm-hmm. uh uncle bucky's big blue book of yeah. witchcraft was yeah. my first yeah. witchcraft book yeah Ooh. and they gave it to me and they were like we dance naked out in the fields and i'm <laughs> like that sounds fucking great <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I was uh, I was very very young. Like I was in my teens, maybe like thirteen or fourteen. It was wow. just when I was coming into myself as yeah. being uh, a gay man, understanding myself as nice. a gay yeah. man. So it was a lot of finding myself spiritually. Um, parents had like a falling out when I was sixteen, and uh, they split apart for a while, and uh, somehow found Jesus, and then. Uh, all of that was it was a lot of confusing for my childhood because it was uh, almost a combative sort yeah. of understanding of my parents trying to influence me in one way, right. me trying to experience things in the way that I was trying to understand them. And um, yeah, but basically uh, up until I graduated, I didn't really get too involved into things. I was mostly spiritual as a right. kid and, and just had like an altar that my parents told me to throw away in like eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, I found my first coven, uh, of eclectic witches in Herkimer County, New York. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, as I understood it at, at that time, that was a sort of gardenarian leaning or, mm-hmm. uh, more traditional sort of understanding of witchcraft and everything. And me being, uh, uh, I don't know, a a very, at the time I thought I was hot shit. And uh, (laughs) we (laughs) all do. We all do. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Exactly. And so, I mean, I thought, oh, well, I had experienced everything. I wanted to get into a situation or a group where I could validate those experiences that I had as a child. So, um, uh, got involved with that eclectic group, was in that group for a number of years up until um, 2013 when I joined Gardenarian Wicca and actually found it on Facebook. Oh, uh, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. a group. They, they have a, a seekers group online where you can actually go and look for what we call vouched or valid initiates of the Wicca to be initiated and or to uh, train and be initiated. Oh, so. wow. So I found uh, my group through that, um, and yeah, I guess the rest is history. <laughs> so what is Garden Wic- Wicca? Gardenarian, Gardenarian Wicca. Wicca. So it's uh, basically a system that was uh, not necessarily created, but founded by Gerald Gardner. He uh, espouses to be initiated into this old line of witches, um, that uh, had a group in England, and uh, that coven had operated uh, completely in secrecy. They had a few members that are known to the public, um, 
but generally, in, in the understanding that we know of it, it was uh, very secretive. The person that was said to have initiated him was uh, a person that can be verified as living, but uh, for all intents and purposes is very like Christian on the outside or, or mm-hmm. very uh, uh, publicly Christian. So, um, and you have to understand like the time that Gardnerian Witchcraft or Gardnerian Wicca came about was during the 1930s and 40s when... Uh, of course, you understand the the world situation at that time was not uh, a great place, exactly. Right, right. So um, it was uh, uh, created during that time uh, or founded. He, I, I like to say, or I like to believe that he sort of fell into a current of understanding that had already sort of either been there in previous times or uh, uh, created something that could be uh, displayed or brought to the masses because at the time a lot of the religion was uh solely through the church you could only uh go through catholic priests or priests of other sects to uh get absolution or something so he was um uh, a person who uh he was very old when he founded it he was in his uh 50s 60s i think and, so old. Uh, well, not super old. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it, it came about a lot right, later right, in his life right, than most people. Right, right. And um, so he was a, uh, I, I guess, a visionary of sorts to bring yeah. a lot of different aspects of what was already there through, um, like, Madame Blavatsky, uh, McGregor Mathers, through, like, the Golden Dawn, uh, all those sorts of different mm-hmm. systems. And... Uh, uh, it's, I mean, it's evident in his writings. It's evident in uh, his high priestesses that were uh, in England that he initiated into this religion that he uh, either founded or mm-hmm. created. Um, mm-hmm. So, a, a lot of the understandings that we have today are uh, piecemeal from that, as well as just what we get from uh, being passed down information and oral lore and all that sort of stuff um so yeah it's it's uh basically witchcraft uh but very focused in what it is so Mm -hmm. i don't know what do you want to know no it's like no (laughs) i i I am intrigued by the rituals you know like the, the 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 when i say ritual not only the rituals you do like spell work and and all that kind of stuff but the ritual of having a religion that makes you feel good is refreshing right right so when i when i'm listening to you i just get so like oh that sounds lovely because you you seem like the energy that you put out now around the table aaron is just so peaceful and loving and that comes from your spirit so you're getting you're obviously getting nourished from this mm. and you spread the light from this so mm. How has this uh, religion really impacted your life, like in your everyday life? Yeah, I mean, uh, initiation in and of itself, uh, uh, I feel, has changed me in ways that can't really be expressed in words. It it can be uh, something that I describe to you, like a situation happened to me, um, and uh, that can be described because initiation happened. But uh, with initiation in and of itself, being that it's passed from someone else, it's uh, it's given to you. It's it's a gift, right? So it's it's I something. Um, I don't know. I think I got lost in my thought. 
No, it's, <laughs> no you, were on t- you were on top. It's self-validating. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right, right. It's very self-expressive, yeah. too. The, uh, the reason why I was talking about, like, when I was younger, um, uh, all those issues I had going through uh, understanding myself as being, like, a gay person, now, like, looking back on all of that, it's, it's very... Uh, uh, I guess validating to see like where I've come and come to that point uh, to a religion that is so expressive and helps me to understand myself. And, uh, you know, it's hard to find that, you know, we talk Mm -hmm. about like, I'm a spiritualist, not, I'm not religious. I'm a minister of spiritualism, divination, mysticism, right there. The religion, the religious part, although I had to learn about it, it, there was no enticing of it there. I could not connect, but it's so I often, um, there are certain parts of there's so there, I, I like certain parts of each religion I'm attracted to. Right. But growing up, it, I never had that, like, um, that draw to have such an organized ritualistic. This is how you practice. This is what you do. This is why you do it. It, it was so scattered and it took even a longer time to feel because I'm like, spirits are talking to me i know i'm not crazy right i'm really attracted to tarot cards i'm really attracted why do i know how to read things why do i love you know certain aspects of the earth and why do i know buddhism when i wasn't when i didn't practice buddhism at 16 17 why do i know that (laughs) and so it was so confusing and uh and i think with the with working with people and Don and I having the podcast and bringing this education through is because so many people are lost in their religion. It's mm. such a oblig it's obligatory, right? It's not a word. Uh, um, practice. It's like, oh, I grew up Catholic, therefore I'm Catholic. Right. I grew up this way. Uh, my parents were Jehovah. Now I have to, but I, that doesn't feel right to me. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, mm-hmm. you know, like with with people who. Adults who are like, I've been practicing this my whole life and it just doesn't feel right anymore. Why? And so that's why I'm saying it's like so refreshing to see that you had a calling and you trusted it. And through the adversity you had with your parents trying to pressure, you were like, this is kind of the way I have to go. And your commitment has paid off all these years. Right, right. And I think that attributes to your success. Mm hmm. You know, so the questions I would have is, first of all, I can't run around naked. I just don't know how you're doing it. <laughs> I don't know. I keep thinking about it. you're like, oh, we run around now. I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I just I'm too like, I don't know. I hurt myself. I like I, everyone needs to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. I, in the house, I'm fine. I just really. And, you know, it's so they, they swing. I don't freeing. Swing. It's so freeing just to be in a room <laughs> with just, other people yeah. naked is that, without is that, any without any pretext yeah. or issues. Yeah. And just to like look at the body and understand like that is the goddess you know right like that's right it is that's like the beauty of of what we do i feel yeah. it's it's the mystery of like curves and it's the mystery of understanding yourself and being comfortable with yourself just like the wombat, wombat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Five. right wombat it out. that's what this is about being yeah. comfortable in your skin so Absolutely. how often do you how big is your coven uh our coven it has fluctuated over the years, but uh, right now I, hold on, I have to count. I want to say seven yeah. or eight. Right, oh, covens small. don't usually yeah. they shouldn't be larger than thirteen. Right. Right. Correct. So yeah, um, that's a lot of work. It's a, a lot of energy. A lot of, energy. <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> it becomes yeah. a soap so opera after good. that. After yeah. that's a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big show. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, go ahead. I mean, uh, 
covens in general in Gardnerian Wicca and Gardnerian Wicca in general uh, being that it's about uh, life, death, rebirth. Okay. That's uh, the focus of the practice. Well, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of different yeah. mysteries that are revealed to you throughout the uh, practice. There's a degree system that okay. uh, some other Wiccans might be familiar with. Uh, right. It's first degree, second degree, third degree. Right. But... Um, those specific degrees and initiations, they are in and of themselves each an initiation into an understanding of yourself as well as an understanding of without. So right. uh, I feel like the system has been very grounding and very uh, purposeful and and helpful in, in understanding myself. And the path, I feel, is uh, uh, really something that can fit any specific person it's just when you initiate into a coven, you're initiating into like a family of sorts. Yes. Because yes. with this whole uh, life, death, rebirth uh, cycle, we also believe in a reincarnation of sorts. It's very lovey-dovey and poetic and, and uh, romantic, a, romant a romanticized idea of uh, reincarnation being that we believe that we come back life yeah. and yeah. life again right. but specifically mm -hmm. to be with each other to do these rituals right. soul groups right like a soul right. group exactly. I, I believe that too mm -hmm. see that's a part i didn't even know i was part of that yeah look i'm part of your, your thing <laughs> i'm a half yeah you gotta be initiated in. i know i know i was hoping it's just <laughs> nice i always wanted to be a part it's like it's hard yeah but it's true like your soul groups and i and i love talking about soul groups because i often um I've, I've met some pretty incredible spiritualists and in my path, and I always say, oh, man, we look really familiar. And I end up, like, counseling the, the, the light workers that do the work, too. Yeah. And I just look at them and go, I believe we say the same. We're like, it's just so familiar. Like, we're part of the same soul group. We come back and do a check-in. So, like, if you and I, because I want to explain what a soul group is. In my way, please interrupt. Please tell me if you no, have another philosophy. Sure. So, if you, Don, you and Donna and myself and Sophie were part of a soul group, right? We all die. We all wait for each other. We go back to the cloud. We're just going to call it for shits and giggles. Sure. It's a cloud. And I say, hey, Donna, how'd you do down there? You're like, it fucking sucked. I hated this, 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 and I have to really work on, you know, whatever it is. Expression. All right. I said, I'll tell you what. I'm going to come down with you. I'll be a publisher. And then you can write <laughs> your book, and I'm going to help you with your expression. And then in the meantime, I'm going to have a really bad relationship. Yeah. And I need to work on, you know, yeah. empowering myself. And you help me with that. We do a high five. Yeah. We wait until everybody comes up. And Sophie's like, yeah. wait a minute. I need a nice mom. So can somebody be my mom? Yeah. And then Aaron goes, I'll be your mom. <laughs> and then that's how we all yeah. work together. It's like yeah. Lawrence calls it contracts. Contracts. Yeah. It's like yeah. contracts. Yeah. We so we all have contracts. That's good. And so, I like that. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so that's what the soul group, that's what I, I believe. And I kind of factually know because I feel like that happens. To right. It's fact. Yeah. With, that's what I see. And that's what I experience is that we have these contracts. And the fact that that's part of your religion is, an, is amazing. And it makes sense. And it's, you know, to me, it makes sense. Right. And that's why people look familiar. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're placed back together. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I say that all the time. Like, I think about, you know, what what is uh, Donovan's, what is uh, Donovan and I have a very thick contract. What is that contract? And I really believe, like, lovingly, uh, you know, and, and, and I've talked to other spiritualists that he comes from the cosmic realm and wants to learn how the mind works. 
And so he had to come back and actually experience exactly how the mind works. Yeah. And my job was to help with through the experience of being kind to him. You know, it, like I have to experience this, but I don't want to be abused because children of this magnitude of difficulties oftentimes, unfortunately, become abused in some way. Mm. Um, so don't abuse me. <laughs> Let me do this. Just love me. And in return, while you advocate for me, you're going to help other people. Right. And then he's going to go back and take that information with him. Mm. And I'm going to go on my merry way, going to level seven, <laughs> meeting with the angels, going, what's my job? I'm ready to do it. You know, and I really yeah. think about, like, what is our contract? Like, Donna, what is our con? What do you think our contract is? Well, we we made a podcast to fucking figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> we made a podcast. I want to know. What's our contract? Here we are. <laughs> We're on, like, episode 95 to fucking figure it out. Still haven't figured it out. <laughs> so we have, I, I'm curious. What's our contract? You know? <laughs> I know Sophie and I have a contract. Sophie, what do you think our contract is? Sophie doesn't want to talk about our contract. Too much. Contract. Too much. Too so much a different <laughs> podcast. It's a whole different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, Sophie's a gift. Sophie's just a plain old beautiful gift. Okay, there we go. She's a gift. So I, I love the conversation of when we feel f familiars, you yeah. know, and that, that we work on that to, to bring us closer to our divine path. Yeah. So how often do you get together and do ritual? Once in the month and better it be when the moon is full. That's <laughs> right. Is the correct answer. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, no, we get together, uh, Sabbaths, Esbats. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, mm -hmm. we've been talking about the Wheel of the Year on our Crowdcast with our uh, Patreon circle. Okay. And um, we just had uh, Candlemas last week. Did you guys do ritual for that? We did. Oh, what, so oh nice. you can't talk. You can't, no, talk, can't, talk, can't, talk, can't talk about ritual. Can't talk about witch Can't talk about witch club. Don't talk about witch club. Don't talk about witch club. Wand club. But you do get together. Yep. You're naked. You do ritual. You feel better. You meditate. You chant. All that stuff. Yeah. You sacrifice things. Yeah. I children, think all I'm going to meditate all the naked now. I think you just, I was like thinking. I think Are you going to do that? I'm going to meditate naked. Not in the front yard. Yeah. Okay, so it's empowering. I think, you know, it I, is empowering. Naked During podcast, let's do <laughs> <go. laughs> it. I love that idea. During <laughs> my <Yeah>. initiation, <laughs> during my initiation, I had to do ritual naked, sky, sky clad, it's mm -hmm. called. Mm -hmm. And um, I had my monthly. Oh, I think that's too much information. And all yeah. the witches... Correct. No, All the witches were like a tampon. They were like, sit on that ground, girl. You bleed oh, yeah, into yeah. that ground. Yeah. And all I would told do is me think to do stuff ants. with. <laughs> I, would just I know. And I will tell you that during sweat lodge and during that time, all I thought about was stuff getting in my hooch. Oof. I swear to I God. Can't. You know, I do want to say gardenarians are very practical, and yeah. <laughs> we uh, we. You take sheets? care of yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I <laughs> mean, you. we take that into account. Your house um, broken, Donna. This was in Woodstock, okay? okay. <laughs> These were Woodstock witches. Okay. That's great. Back when. Yeah. Sweat so when stuff. I was ordained, I had a lot of clothes. I had a, lot of, I had a, I had a black robe that on. That was good. Yeah. Extra clothes. <laughs> Extra clothes. Right. It was Just in, in case. Just it, in it was a good experience. It was a good experience. And actually, it was one of the most powerful meditation energy uh, conjuring experiences mm. I ever had. Yeah, and I mean, mm -hmm. um, uh, it's in Gardner's writings and everything. He believed that a lot of the power or the energy that came off of your body shouldn't be impeded yeah. by your clothing. Right, right. And your hair should be worn completely down without being uh, mm -hmm. up or whatever. He believed that 
which power was in the hair. I was just I had this conversation yes, with somebody. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Hair is so powerful. When yeah. Kathy first, when this whole, like, she cut off all her hair. Shaved it. Mm. Done. It was last like, year. She it, was. It was part of a ritual of l- literally releasing all ties of history. Uh, in my Akashic records, I don't know what was ha- like. I I tend to do it. I used to have hair below my breasts, like mm. really long. I just that was very powerful. My breasts, <laughs> and it was just long and curly. And then through the years, whenever I would go through some kind of challenge, I would cut my hair, not realizing like that's what yeah. you do. You're supposed to let go of that energy because right. the energy sticks in your hair. It's where mm-hmm. your DNA, your follicles, it's everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I was going through this, this chapter and I have maybe one more big chapter to go and I can't wait to know what that is. But in this chapter, it was just like, I couldn't move forward. I felt so heavy and spirit was like, it's time. It's time to let go of all that. Mm. Uh, all those things you championed and you know, you've, you've paid your dues and that was it. And let me tell you, it was the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And now I'm growing my hair out and I'm not putting color in it. Cause I can't cover up the energy, mm. the power in my hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to grow it out and see what happens. Grows up. It doesn't really grow out. <laughs> 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 it's very Mike Brady, but it, <laughs> it grows up. But the power of my hair, it's like there's sometimes I, when I look in the mirror in the morning, and I have to remember that I have to embrace the stage of change that's happening and just say, I am beautiful where I'm at yeah. and just like embrace this part. And I touch my hair and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a deal. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I, and I love that we talk about that. Yeah. Some people are like, whatever, but I'm like, yeah, no, that's great. It's <laughs> great. It's part of my wish. So, um, are your rituals always the same or do you get to write your own or, um, yeah, I mean, there are, uh, rituals core rituals people can embellish yeah do what they want Mm -hmm. um build off of the general understanding of the holiday Mm -hmm. and go from there but uh yeah i i would say there's something very valuable in doing the same thing uh throughout the cycle of the year to look back on like in retrospective or uh even to look forward and say, what am I going to do to mm-hmm. get to this point? Yep. It's, it's very, uh, I don't know, therapeutic. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. There's a certain comfort in it mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think we intuitively have rituals throughout the year that I know that we do. Um, I, I don't realize we? me and my people. Oh, okay. Who else am I talking about? I don't right know. Here. You're hanging out with me. <laughs> 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 That we do, that I'm called to do at certain times, and I don't pay attention. Mm. Everything is so intuitive-based with my path. With your practice. And my practice that I don't realize that it is, if I look back and and wrote it down, it's a cycle. Right. It's a routine. Right. It's like I just trust them. Just like I trust Donna to lead everything. (laughs) I need people to lead me, man. I can't. (laughs) I am not organized that way, you know? It's, it's like, all right. It's your contract. I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's part of the it's contract. In the contract. It's in the contract. <laughs> she has a couple of things uh-huh. on there. She is my, you are my um, astral protector. Astral protector. That's, that's my, what we've been told. She's yeah. my astral protector. Yeah. Okay. For sure. And I definitely believe that. Yeah. She definitely is my protector. Yeah. Actually, when that was said out loud, 
even though I feel like intuitively we knew that already yeah. and we already, I already had that role. Um, or I would, I didn't, not that I had that role, but I was acting in that role. Yeah. When that person said that I was like, yes, that's exactly it just, and it helped me with, um, it helped me in defining this part of my spiritual journey, which Aaron was kind enough to participate in um, that yeah. ritual we did. We needed so. a fourth person. And as a solitary practitioner, it's, you know, some, some things you can't do by yourself. Mm. And I was searching for spirit guides and I needed to end one right. chapter yeah. and seek another. And, I, I was definitely uh, searching in the wrong places. I was getting answers about my history and my connections, but it didn't really seem to define my path forward in that cosmic right, realm right. or whatever. Mm. And then um, doing this podcast, doing that ritual pushed us. It happened in May. Over the, that summer, yes, we started the podcast. And... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah catalyst it was a catalyst it was a catalyst it was definitely a spiritual catalyst that day was really really great and you were a fantastic anchor oh well, thank you i appreciate awesome, that Aaron. awesome <laughs> do you, you remember are, that I, yeah i loved it i it was really great i just mm. enjoy watching people be their most authentic selves yeah. and we were in a circle loving donna and just you know trying to bless you so f- trying to figure out you know help you figure yeah. out because you were really seeking it. I was really lost. And you were really lost. And it's, that's what happens when, um, pe- when you feel like you've been left, there was, was a certain yeah. abandonment that happens spiritually. Mm. And <clears throat> it's hard to understand if you're not a spiritualist, but most of our listeners, I think have followed our, our conversations that, you know, when you have guides that have been with you for so long, but you kind of not really outgrown them, but their assignment is just done mm-hmm. and you're not calling on them. You don't really need them. They've mentored you as far as you can go and you just forget to connect. They, the energy leaves, the, the vibration changes. Mm-hmm. And then you, then you go into a moment where you're calling for them and they're not there. Yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> I was at a point That's what happens. where even in yoga doing Shavasana, with Susanna, I would just tear up because that quiet darkness, that uh, meditation, I was so lost and I felt untethered. Right. Mm. And it was, uh, and yeah, the first, um, the first year of doing the podcast, we talked about it, how my untethered feelings and stuff. And then um, just slowly connecting with uh, a higher vibration. Right. And then when someone said, well, you're her astral projector, protector, (laughs) <laughs> astral protector i said oh yes that's it that's exactly and I, f- I was Which very emotional i feel um kind of justified my uh bouncer uh, self your bossy self <laughs> no i was gonna <laughs> say my earth my <laughs> earthly anchor yes mm. like i'm yeah. so connected to the earth more yes. than i ever was when i felt i should be pursuing things on a on a higher vibration and cut but that's kathy's mm. job so yeah. when that was said to me, it was like, oh, I, I'm happy to stay on my witchy earth path. Mm. It makes so much. I just it just clicked now. I've been saying this for fucking months. <laughs> I just it just I've clicked. been saying this since <laughs> September. I totally fucking didn't get this. I said it to you in the car yeah. on the way home. <laughs> it makes so much sense. 
I'm up here. You're like witch earth. What do you think? I have no idea. What do you think when she said that to you? When she said, you're holding her feet down. You know what? All I What? And we were in the car. (laughs) I wasn't. You weren't paying attention. First of all, first of all, everybody's like now mad. They have to turn their volume down. We yelled. There was (laughs) trauma. No, listen to me. Listen to me. I can't think. All right, you give it. Yeah, I can't think straight. When I go up like that, I come down. I don't pay attention. All I know is I had to give but the guy. But she does say, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. I, I, no, what I'm saying is that, is this, is that in that moment, all I could think about was getting that message to the guy. And then all I knew is that we had tickets to Six Flags. And I was, <laughs> I was so, I was crying. I was, I was like so nauseous. I went up so fast. Mm. I go up really fast. But I came down too a, fast. We mm. took a seminar on. I go up fast, but I can't. I usually on come activating slow. the Merkaba, which is a specific. Do you know it? The Merkaba energy and connecting with the universe. Right? I've heard of that. Right. But yeah. I've it's, so it's we a actually. Prax- it's, I don't. We learned how to do the practice. Okay. We did the practice, but Kathy has to be a fucking show off. I just and go up. she didn't need the ten minute. <laughs> Fucking so, like breathing, gone. yeah, <laughs> like breathing thing. Like this. I stared so up she <laughs> started. She couldn't come back down. She was very nauseous and whatever. Mm. And it was a married couple, and the uh, the wife looked at Kathy and was like, "Okay, this is what's happening with you." And then she kind of read Kathy, read me, told me what to do, da da da. And she crazy. said to me, "You are her earth protector, keeping her astral from protector, astral protector." Mm. And it made so it much made in- so much sense to me. Clearly, what I just said when we talked about <laughs> no. it, and apparently Kathy didn't. Uh, I no, don't no. Know. I I I got that. But I just got our op, like how you are earth-based religion and I'm up religion. Like, I just totally, like, isn't that stupid? Our fucking last workshop was about that. I know. High I, magic, low oh magic. Oh, my God. That sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I brought low brow. I brought low Mine's up, hers is down. Makes total sense. Lucy, uh, yeah, Sally. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So yes. I didn't get it until this moment, that oh part of it, God. because I'm like, oh, because you know what? You've been, you just... You embrace your Wiccan self so much that I'm just like so excited and happy that I just hadn't paid attention about the connection <laughs> of what I was doing and you were doing. And it makes so much sense. <laughs> You're a dumbass. <sighs> anyway. But I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. Do you keep your own book of shadows? Yes. Always have it? Not always. No, I mean like, <laughs> have you always have you always have you always done it since you started practicing? So oh well, no, initiated? there there is a practice, yeah, from from when you get initiated. You, oh, that's you copy a the book, yeah. Oh, you copy the book, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Yeah, that you gotta yeah. know it. Yeah, you gotta know. You gotta know it. Oh well, no. So uh, our religion is not a religion of the book. Oh, okay. Okay. So we have a book mm-hmm. of which to reference, but we don't have uh, every coven operates on their own autonomy okay so they have the ability to change things do whatever they want Mm -hmm. they keep the core things the same uh and of course core is up in the air as to what that means within the tradition because Mm -hmm. everybody complains or argues about it but uh uh, anything else like yeah exactly right when you get more than three people yeah yeah there's gender (laughs) politics there's uh just oh, politics yeah. about things in general that you would never think of, but yeah, holy shit! No. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a whole. That's another that's subject. A whole, that's a really that's another good subject. subject on a podcast about being uh, 
a male practitioner in a goddess-based religion. Mm-hmm. 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 It's yeah, but you're so beautiful. We all have we're all masculine, and feminine. We're all goddess and god. We're just also part of everything. Right. And that is the cellular truth. And that is the cellular truth. <laughs> So um, you said you found uh, your like-minded people on Facebook. So if somebody's listening to this podcast and they're curious, what should they read and what should they do? Okay. So uh, Facebook has a, it's called Gardenarian Wickers, Wickers, (laughs) Gardenarian (laughs) Wicca and Seekers, Uh or Wicca, Gardenarian Wicca. Seekers and Initiates. Okay. okay. So it's a group where there's uh, vouched for valid Gardenarians, which just means that uh, you can trace your alin. Oh my goodness, I can't talk. That's because <laughs> yeah. but you're so got, handsome. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> you can trace your initiatory lineage oh, wow. up to Gardener. So uh, person that initiated you and them and so on up mm. to Gardener. So. Um, that was the Facebook thing. Should they right, read right. something? What's your favorite book? Uh, well, the book right now that's, I guess, all the rave is uh, written by a Gardenarian Wiccan in, um, I don't know where she lives right now, maybe North Carolina, but uh, she has a book called uh, Traditional Wicca. Oh. And it's for a uh, Seeker's Guide. It's called A Seeker's Guide. Mm-hmm. It's by Thorn Mooney. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that book is, it's got pretty much everything, what to avoid, red flags. If you hear somebody oh, nice. Nice. talking about like uh, requesting payment for oh, their I services, run oh, away in the other yes. direction. That's great. Yep. Yes. That's Those great. sorts of things. Yes. Yeah. If, if they're asking for sex for initiation, run the fuck away. Yeah. That's in general. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, oh yeah. I'd say that's a good, yeah. that's a good rule of life. Right. Right. But <laughs> when, when people have something that other people want, like right. they'll manipulate, some people yeah. will manipulate them and every religion has it. It's not. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. It's not it's just so subject true. to but only I, the Catholic Church. I think it's Church. really great to talk about. Oh, I think yeah. it's really great to talk about. I Absolutely. I have like a huge, I, I have such a, a fantastic uh, signal for people who do sex. Like I know. I know. Yeah. I, I like to, I like to fuck with them. Like I like to, you know, like see where they're coming. And Kathy's always like, get away from them. <laughs> get away. I go, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I put my she arm. does. She puts her, <laughs> she points at them and says, no. That's it. Because the, don't look at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says that. Don't, don't you look, look at me. <laughs> That's the only time really assertive, right, Don? Usually I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't mess with that. I don't mess with that. Yeah. So <laughs> I do have an alarm. So we're at the end. So thank you so much for coming. And I wanted to throw out a couple of cards. And sure. what's great is that when we do a reading on the podcast, it is about you. But maybe it'll help somebody, you know. It can reflect also from a listener. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So I'm just going to shuffle and I'm just going to do a couple cards and see what comes out. All right? Okay. I won't do anything too personal. Okay. All right? Let's see what's going get on. Get personal. But I was going to say you should get naked, though. Only. <laughs> 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 naked. Naked tarot reading. <laughs> you know, we should put our heads on like naked people. That would be, that'd be really funny. Okay. So I'm just going to do a couple of things here. So the, the first thing I want to say is that it is a great time to take that next level 
because you're ready for that next chapter. You're so ready to in, um, to increase in your creativity and find that one thing you're looking for. So it is, you are ready to advance. So whether it's spiritual or work, now is the time. You kind of doubt yourself a little bit, but you are ready. And I think you're going to have some people under you. So take that chance. Another thing is whenever we see a page, and this is a great lesson I like to talk about, is pages in Tarot is all about how we think. So if you have a page of pentacle, the pentacle is about earth, energy, money, material. It's how you're thinking about how am I going to provide for this journey I want to do, this trip I want to take to learn more things. So that's what you're going to kind of cultivate. So all you have to do in your naked self in the wilderness is just ask for it. <laughs> and they'll give, they'll provide for you because your intentions are so freaking great. You don't have to sneak for it. It's going to just come. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good. So above you is also is your, you have a strong foundation in your partnership. So that's really something that you think about. And then on the bottom here, it's like either, you know, you have your car, but I think you need something a little better. You need something to, to drive around. So let's get your car and let's do it. And you'll have the money to provide for that. Mm. So when you, we have the queen of swords, this, this is who you are. You were talking about goddess self. So, the queen, uh, when it, the queen is a court card in the tarot deck, and when I see a sword, the sword is usually about air and communication. So here you are, you have the sword of truth and communication. You have, you are strong in speaking your truth. Do not be afraid to say what you need. Mm. You kind of hold back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not hold back anymore, because <laughs> that's that's your only thing. It, you know, and that's for any of us listening, is that we have fear-based thinking of what we should say because we don't like confrontation we don't like to hear what we don't want so the first thing is when you're doing emotional thinking is when you shouldn't have the conversation mm -hmm. so think about what you want to talk about who do you whom do you want to talk about it with and do rational thinking write your list put it down and do role playing that's what don and i do I was like, Don, I have to talk to somebody. I'm really nervous. Okay, I'll be that person. And then she says she's right on. And then I at least practice, and it really does work. So to just put this in, it's like this is a lot of your earth stuff that you worry about. You worry about earth stuff, your stability. The introspection, because the, the hermit came out, nine is universe. So nine is all about earth stuff introspection on your earth stuff your material things you're okay you're safe everything is in order you don't have to do your will right now you don't <laughs> have to put on you're like i have to take care of this you're so like kind of anally there loving uh -huh. you i'm just saying like it's important to do that but it's in a in an unnecessary emotional place mm. Mm. take write your list of what you need to do just do one thing at a time so stop getting too anxious about things yeah okay yeah All right, i'll try yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how you can do that is through is through your dialectical thinking that's your emotional thinking and then your rational thinking so when you're in an emotional place you get triggered you know those are our pain-based thinking is that you're you have a fear of something not being there because it wasn't there before you had to a lot of us have had to kind of fend for ourselves and so you don't have to do that anymore you're not going to go back to that place so you don't you can that behavior doesn't have to work for you anymore mm. does that make sense yeah like we sometimes keep the same behavior from our past life when i mean like 10 years ago mm -hmm. but we're not in that same place you have to catch up to your behaviors mm. you know what i mean catch yeah. up and say wait i don't need that behavior anymore okay and that's how you can stop that cycle but it's fantastic. Okay. All right. So don't be so quick to think that your karma 
is going to come back and bite you. You're great. You're amazing. You're <laughs> fine. Your karma is great. You know, you, you very much are. You, you worry to the point of maybe anxiety. And a lot of us do that. Mm. Like I'm talking to everybody. Things that can help you is get some sodalite, get, get a sodalite, get yourself a lithium stone, and just take a deep breath, be naked in the wilderness, and just be one with you. Just calm down. Everything is great. Mm. Everything is great. Okay? Look, happy, happy. Ten of cups. Oh, great. Happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> so we just have to keep that anxiety. But that's for a lot of us. Mm. You know, I'm not even... It is. It's hard. We, you know, one of the yeah. regular themes we've been talking about is coping in this crazy world mm. and sharing what we're doing. You know, and I've, I have found that I need to take very specific steps. It's not, not just like, oh, I have to cope. It's like, no, I have to cope. Right. And I started not watching the news, being very selective. Like, okay, I'm going to get my news at this time from this source and that's it. The background noise is really just that. It's right. no longer in my background anymore. I also um, have uh, stepped away from uh, any kind of gossipy, negative, toxic interactions with people just taking a step back i actually got a facebook message from a friend who was like hey i haven't heard from you senior round are you going out and i'm just like no just kind of yeah and i just have been and also uh specific about what i'm reading hmm. and what i'm ingesting what i'm consuming yeah and yeah. then the next step chris leaves tomorrow for a month and i'm gonna really try to not eat sugar Ooh. Yeah, I, know, I didn't have one. Dunkin'. You want to hear? Something? I haven't had Dunkin' Donuts in a week. Oh my gosh, oh. That's big, I feel like I'm that's gonna. Your crack. First of all, and I'm not saying I'm giving it up. I just did yeah. it for a week <laughs> for budget reasons. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna give up. We all had to do something, and I said I'm gonna cook every single day this week and not have Dunkin' yeah, Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> and I probably saved five thousand dollars, but oh, wow. not really. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do yeah. enjoy it. It's because it's a great memory for me. You know, things of patterns and memories. You know, come back. So how do I cope? I don't know. I think that. The coping is the meditation. Mm -hmm. It's the focus on the path. Mm -hmm. You know, coping is uh, being realistic about where you are and what's going on around you. You know, if you get hyped up so much of things you don't have control over, it's when you spiral up in that anxiety mode. And it's it's not worth it. It's not worth getting so stressed. You have health reasons, you know, health, health issues. And that's when you get disease. So we have to really all think about what's bringing us closer to our calm, peaceful path and what's really taking it away yeah. and how much control do you really have about situations? I think when we ra we can be rational and we can be calm, that's when we move forward and we start to get healthier. And then, uh, then we're more, uh, then we're, we do better in, in our community. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you're Absolutely. crazy and you're whacked out and you're anxiety, you're not going to be much help to anybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's in a nutshell. For sure. Is that a nutshell? That's I don't a know nutshell. if that was a nutshell. Okay, we're wrapping this up. All now. right. Aaron, thank you so thank much. Thank you. This was so much fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, oh please come back again. Yes. Please return. Be a regular. Okay. We love it. Let's do it. Okay. For sure. sure. Naked. Naked. <laughs> Tits swinging crazy. All right. High five. <laughs> All right. Bye, right, Soph. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Yay. Oh, okay. now it's yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>